We begin. Gemara Shabbat Dap Kof. Basikat Shabbat dedicated by Benjamin Stavrash. Amen. Today's Dab is being studied. We begin today's Dab on Sadi Tet Amud Bet. We're right on the bottom, two lines on the bottom. Amaraba. Which means when water is sitting on water, it's considered munah. It's considered munah, that means if you're okay the water from its place, that's considered you made an akira. Obviously, if it's munah, that means it's subject to akira. If, if you took it from its place and you put it down somewhere else, you'll be over on. That's considered mayim. Mayim al mayim. However, when the Gemara says, Egoz al mayim, lav haynu anahatan. Egoz is the nut. When you have the nut uh, on the water, that's not considered anahat because the water is always moving. And the egoz is floating on top of the water. And it's not considered resting. So therefore, if you take an egoz off the water, it's not considered you made an akira, because therefore there was no really hanaha. She says that on the top. Fine. Ah, you're going to tell me the water is also moving. No, the water is considered gufihad. The water is considered one entity because it's the same item. So therefore we're not going to make a chiluk uh, that the water is moving even though it might be moving, but that's all one entity, so if we consider it Gufihad. The next case is Ba'erava, Egoz Bechli, Bechli Saf Al Gabe Maim. We have an Egoz in a Keli, and uh, the Keli is floating on the water, so here you have two ways of looking at it. The Egoz is in the Keli. The Keli is considered Munah, meaning the Egoz in the Keli, the Egoz is Munah in the Keli, so if you look at it from the Keli aspect of it, the Egoz is Munah. The Keli is not moving, the Keli is Yatsiv. However, if you look at it from where the keli is, the keli is on the water. The keli is moving. So the question is, how do you look at it? Do you look at it that the egoz is in the keli, or do you look at it it's all considered on the water, and therefore it would not be considered a hanaha? Gemara's question, inside. Um, the Gemara says, Ba'eraba, egoz bechli bechli tzaf al gabe maimau. Mi amrinan batan egoz azlinan. And if you go after the egoz, vehanayach. Because the egoz is resting on the keli itself. The keli is a solid base. Maybe you say, batar, keli azlinan. If you go after the kli, the kli is sitting on the water. The water is moving. Veha lonayah. Gemara said that is a teku. Shemen al gabe yayin. Now you have oil that's floating on the top of yayin. We're talking about the yayin over here uh, is on the bottom. So the question is, when you take the shemen off, is that considered that you made an akira? Depends if it's considered anaha. Mahloket Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri ve Rabbanan. We have a famous mahloket between the two hachamim, Rabbi Yohanan ve Rabbanan. Etnan, shemen chetzaf al gabayayin. We have shemen that's floating on oil of teruma. Venaga tevul yom b'shemen. And tevul yom, somebody that's tameh, he touched the oil. Lo pasal ela shemen. So the first shita was hachamim, that he only was posel to shemen. We don't consider the shemen and the yayin mehubar. And therefore, since it's not mehubar, it's not going to uh, metameh the yayin. Now, even though the shemen is touching the yayin, 
But we're talking about over here a tabul yom that's posel and not mitameh. Posel means it ends there, it doesn't go further. That's why we didn't say a case of tum'ah. If it was tameh, it would be posel the shemen, and the shemen in, in turn would be mitameh the oil, uh, the yayin. But we're talking about a case of just it goes to psut. So therefore, the adush over here of the banan is that since these things are not connected to each other, the fact that the oil became pasu does not posel the yayin. It's considered connected. And therefore, if you touch the oil, the wine becomes pasu as well. So if you consider it chibur le'inyan tum'ah, chibur le'inyan shabbat, it means connected. It means considered munah. And therefore, if you took it off, it's going to be considered an akira. Mashiachin, according to Rabbanan, they say, no, it's not munah. If you touch the shemin, the, the yayin does not get impacted. If it was not munah, therefore, if you were okay, it's not going to be considered an it's 10 by 4. We would call that in a shuti yahid. By the way, it's in a shuti yahid by far. Shuti yahid has to be 10 by 4. This is 10 by 8. So for sure it's the shuti yahid. What did you do over here? It's the ma'aselet inside of it. Hayat. Okay, that's the Pashut case. Not, we're not, we didn't come to, uh, for that case, we really came for the Sefa. Uh, there you threw a ma'asil from the Shuta Rabim inside of it, so you basically went from the Shuta Rabim to the Shuta Yahid, so you're going to be Hayat. Oh. Let's say you split it, you divided the board with a ma'asil, with a mat. Now, what do you have on both sides? You have still 10 tefahim, but you don't have 10 by 4 because there's thickness of the, of the mat. So the thickness of the mat takes a little way from both sides. So you have to say 3.9, 3.9. You don't have any shoot the ahid basically over here. Oh. But the question is over here now, when you put it in the in the board, you broke the board and you made the hanacha at the same time. Oh. So, you understand? You, you did this on Shabbat, Rabbi So you put the mechitza in, so the hanacha that you made in the board and the bitul mechitza happens simultaneously. So the Yabarat says, according to Abaye, patur. You put in such a case, because bottom line, it's not a reshut By the time it landed, or when it landed, you broke the walls. It means you broke the walls, mean you minimized it. You minimized it, it's not a reshut So you didn't throw, or you didn't place something into it, a shoot. Now, the Yabarah says, Abayid, if she tell you the ma'asilit, mevatla mechitza. Abayid is pashut. That a ma'asilit is mevatil a mechitza. Now, even though there's a hadush of it, Abotai, nobody leaves a ma'asilit in a board. And even so that you don't leave it there, you're not mevatel it, you don't leave it there, still Abayah says when you put it in there, it's going to break the mechitzot of the board, meaning it's going to take it away from being a shoot yahid. If that's the case, kod sheken, the Remember yesterday's dap? Yesterday's dap we have a similar case, but now we're in mechatzelet. We talk about we throwing dirt back into the board. You had a board that was 10 by 4. And what happened? You threw a clog of dirt in it. What does it do basically? It minimizes it. Now, if you hold that a mechitza, that you're not mevatel in the board, can break the board. Certainly dirt that you leave in the board, certainly it's going to break the shi'ud of a board. However, the Rabbi Yohanan de Mevaya le peshita de lo Yesterday, if you remember, Rabbi Yohanan asked a question on chodya in the board. And he said a question, is the chodya mevatel the uh, uh, board or not? If you had a question by Chodiyat, yeah, it's, it's pashut them that, that the Ma'atzilat is not going to be vatil. Because Mechitzah you, you, you don't leave in the board. If you had a question even by Chodiyat that you leave in the board, 
and it was a she'latim, is it mevatel the bor? So certainly something you don't leave in the bor, like a mahatzelet, for sure he has no question that it's not going to be mevatel the bor. And therefore, even though you split it up, it doesn't matter, it's still a shoot hayyahid. So his question was only by Hudya. Okay, it's regular shoot to Yahid. It's 10 by 4. It's a board. Okay, Rabotai. It's filled with water. And you threw something into it, going to be Hayab. What did you throw into it? As she says over here, something that can land. Okay, go on. Even Omayim. Now, we have two questions over here. What's the deen? Hayaf. So basically, if you have a bore that's filled with water, it doesn't take it away from being at a shoot, even though it is filled up. Go a little step further. If it's filled with perot, patur. What's the difference? The Gemara says, Water does not mevatel the mechitzot of the reshut yahid from being a reshut yahid, but she'enken perot does. What's the sevara of erapotai? Sevara is, is because water, if you throw something in the water, it can reach the bottom. So therefore the floor is still there. So therefore since the water goes through, you have access to the bottom. So therefore since you have access to the bottom, water is not mevatel the reshut yahid, but if you fill it up with perot, you can't get to the bottom. You throw something on the peri, it lands on the top, it cannot sink to the bottom, so basically you filled up the floor. You took away the Rishut Yachid. Now that, that's the Sevara between Mayim and Perot. The question over here is, why did she say that the case of Mayim, that's going to be Chayab, you threw a rock in there. Didn't we just say that Egoz al Gabe Mayim is not considered a Hanaha, because the Egoz floats on the water and the water is moving. And now why did she give an example of a rock? Hazak Baruch Yosef. The answer is that a rock sinks to the bottom. That's what she said, Eben, not Egoz. Egoz floats. That's what the Gemara says, like I said, Ranacha. But Shekin Eben, that's why she prefaces words. Something that is Nah, meaning goes to the bottom. And that's a good example why Maim is not Bebatir Rishut Yahid, because the thing can go all the way to the bottom, to the floor. But Shekin Perot, it gets stuck on top. So therefore, Perot would be no different than if you filled it up with dirt. If you have a board 10 by 4 and you fill it up with dirt, obviously it's not a board anymore. So what's the difference perot or what's the difference afar um, or perot? The Yabara says on this, Tanya and Amech, we have a bright that is support we just said, Hazorek minayam leistratya. Yam always we know is a karmelit, and istratya is like senatya or platya, which we learn is a reshut arabim. So basically he went from a karmelit to a reshut arabim, or mina istratya liyam, or vice versa. He went from the Rishut Rabim to the Yam Patur. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Im Yesh, Bimkom Chizarak, Amok, Asara, Berahab, Arbaa, Hayab. If in the Yam you have a special cavity there that the water is collected and it's 10 by 4, like a separate entity, so that separate entity in the Yam is being considered Rishut Yahid. Therefore, he went from Rabim to Yahid and it's going to be Hayab. What do you see from over Even though that entity, that cavity is filled with water, doesn't matter. The water is not mevatelet from becoming a reshutia, and if we're still going to be hayat, that's a tanya nameacher to the principle that we just said uh, above. Are we good, Rabotai? Okay, good. Matnitin. Azorek arba amot bekotel lemala me'asarat tefahim. 
כזורק באוויר, למטה מעשרת הפחים כזורק בארץ, מה זורק בארץ? ארבע אמות חיה. We know you throw something on the ארץ, ארבע אמות רשות הרבים מחיה. We're not discussing that case, we're discussing a case where you threw something against the wall and it landed on the wall. So we say if it's above ten tefahim, patur. Why? Because above ten tefahim is considered makom, patur. If it landed less than ten tefahim, so then already it's within the Rishut Rabin. Only problem is, Rabotai, normally when you throw something off the wall, it bounces off the wall. So the Chaura, you didn't have a hanacha. Gemara right away asked, Vado nach. It didn't nach. So the Gemara answers, like one of our members mentioned this morning, that the case is talking about Amar of Yohanan, Bedvela Shemena Shanino. We're talking about Devela Shemena, which is a fig. That's a fat, a, a sticky fig. You throw it on the wall, it lands on the wall. Gemara says, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, Amar Mechayah, Zarak, Lemar Masara, Baal Kavenacha, Bachor, Kochu. Let's say you threw it above Asara. Okay, above Asara. And what happened? It landed in a hor koshu, in a little uh, hole, let's say, right? That was in the wall. Banu the machlok and the meir v'rabbanam. We came to the machlok over here of Rabbi Meir and Rabbanam. This is a machlok by Hilchot Mezuzah. Case is talking about we threw something in the shoot to the beam above tent of Fahim and it landed in this uh, little space of Arba'a Arba'a in the wall itself. Now, what's the ma'lok of Rabbi Meir Rabbanan? Let Rabbi Meir, the Amar Hokekim Nashlim, Mehayev. Let Rabbanan, the Amri in Hokekim Nashlim, Lo Mehayev. Very good. Which means we have a big ma'lok by El Khot Mezuzah. El Khot Mezuzah, we're talking about an archway. And the law is that. You have to have posts that are at least ten tefachim high in order to put a mezuzah. And we're talking about over here that the arch and, and four tefachim wide. We're talking about over here where the archway uh, is less than ten tefachim. But if you hold chokekim, so it's like you break the arch and go all the way up, and therefore, if you chokekim, you, you chisel out. Imagine you chisel out. So therefore, it'll give you the shi'ud that you need. If you don't say hokekim, so therefore you don't have the shi'ud. So basically, if you hold hokekim, in this case over here, when you threw it on the wall and it landed in that little area, since you have space to chisel out, so therefore we imagine it's chiseled out, and therefore it landed on four by four tefachim. The wall was ten tefachim high. Ten by four becomes an ishut hayahid, because it landed on something that was four. It really didn't land on something that's four, but through the chiseling, through the hokekim rule, It'll be considered as if it landed on something that was four by four to five, and it was going to be zarak to shoot at a beam to shoot If you don't know chokekim, so then it's already mekopetur because you didn't land on an item that is four by four. Again, the question is: Do you chisel? Do you imagine that you chiseled it out, and if you get to the shiur or not? If you look in your gemara, uh, you'll see the, the picture over there of the arch. Uh, exactly uh, what does my look at is based on? Okay, Rabotai, that is. Straightforward. Tanya na me'acher. Zarak lemana ma'asara. Ve'alcha v'nacha b'chur kol shehu. Elendir in a chur kol shehu. Rabbi Meir me'chayef. Because he'll say chokekin. Rachamim portly. Because they don't say chokekin na'ashlim. Amar b'udam ma'arav. Now we get to the next case. Tel ha'metlaket. Asara betoch arba. Ve'zarak v'nach al-gabav hayav. 
Okay, so you have a tail. Tail is a mound, right? The mound is on an incline. It inclines up. At the top of the mound, it's 10 tefahim. However, it's a gradual incline, and the uh, gradual incline is four amot. So therefore, it takes four amot to get to, to 10. So that's, the, uh, that's how steep it is. So the deen is that we look at a tela mitlaket as if it is straight. And if, if it's straight, it's considered a reshuta yahid, it's considered tenta fahim uh, high and uh, in that shi'ud. And therefore, if you throw something from the reshuta and lands on top of the tail, it'll be considered as if you threw something on a reshut yahid, and therefore you'll be hayam. Now, why didn't it say that it has to be gradual? In within four amot, let's say it was gradual to five amot. Now, five amot already is easy for the Rishut Rabim to travel because it's not such a slope. So that would not be considered Rishut Yahid. Four amot already, it's a little steep, so therefore it's not so Rishut Rabimish. But Jacob, if the slope is, is less gradual, I mean, he goes up in five amot, it's easier for the Rishut Rabim to walk, therefore it's not going to be considered Rishut So it's a specific Shi'ud, Tela Mitlaket. Okay, Now we have a Tanya Namechet to prove this Telemetlaket. Now the first case is not going to prove it, but it's nonetheless the case. Tanya Namechet Mavui, Sheshavel Tocho, Venasim Bidron, Rishutrabim, O Shavel Rishutrabim, Venasim Bidron, Letocho, Otomavui, Enusarik, No Lehim, Velo Koran. The case no matter over here, we have a Mavui. Uh, you know, when you have a mavui, and the mavui is open to the shoot Rabim, we learned already Masikat Erubin, you need either a lehi or a kora in order to make a heker between the mavui, which is the shoot Yahid, to the, the shoot Rabim. Unless you have a tela mitlaket, you have a, uh, a slope. So there's two cases of the, of the slope. Either you have a slope that's going down from the mavui to the shoot Rabim, and it's in that gradual uh, slope that we're talking about. It's ten tefahim within four amot. Again, the mabui in the first case is not flush with the reshut harabim. The mabui is higher, so you need a slope to go down into the reshut harabim. So that's, that is considered a heked in itself. And therefore you don't need a lechi or a korat. It's considered like you have a mechitza over there. Well, the opposite case is talking about where the reshut uh, harabim is flush with the uh, uh, mavui, and then when you get into the mavui, you need to go down into the mavui. There's a slope going down into the mavui that also is considered like a mechitza, and you don't need a lechi or a korat to adjust that mavui. You have your picture books over there, Abotai. You can see the picture is quite obvious. The last case, which is the Tanya Namehaki case, is Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel Omer Tele Metlaket Asana Betok Arba. That's the exact case we just said. It's four amot, but it graduates to ten tefahim, and then four amot. So the deen is going to be hayab if you threw on top of that tail. It's considered a reshut hayachid. Matnitin. Zarak lektok daler amot, when it galgel, chutz le daler amot patur. Chutz le daler amot, when it galgel, lektok daler amot hayab. Case number one, the person threw something within for Amot. Okay, the wind took it, when it got gale and it blew it outside of for Amot. Okay, so you're in that case. Your covenant was only to throw it, 
Less. The last case, however, is a chidush. Chutz le'dalat amot. You threw it outside of dalat amot. When it kagel, they talk dalat amot, and then what happened? The wind took it back in, into within dalat amot. So you're going to be hayab. Now, obviously, it's a strange case here because when you threw it outside for amot, it's still in the air. The wind blew it back in. Botai, you threw something. The air caught it here. Oh, it didn't land. No, didn't land. How do I know? That was the Gemara's first question. It went in the air, and then over here, all of a sudden, it got caught in the whirlwind, and then it came back into the for Amot. So it says Hayav. I guess you be Hayav. Mafi Hanaha. So the Gemara right away says, Vahadonah. Just because the fact that it's suspended in the air is not a Hanaha. I mean, let's just say, Kluta Kemoshon, Hanak Rabbi Akiva, but it's not Rabbi Akiva here, it's just Tanakama. So the question is, Halonah. So Yamara says, Amar Yohanan, Ushenah Agabe, Mashehu. Okay, it landed on something. It landed on a Mashehu. As she says, Shamad Ksat, Vagnet Galgel. So one explanation is, it Amad Ksat, it stood there for a second. The Wadin, Imahazato, Arua, Abir, Vakapto, Meat. Even if it was just, just suspended in the air. Right, so long as it's Betok Gimal. Betok Gimal is considered like Lavud. Lavud. So therefore, if it's like Lavud, within three, it's considered that it landed on the on something. But you're right, if it didn't stop at all, it just went right back in and the whirlwind, it's not considered a Anaha. So that's the Gemara's answer. The Gemara's answer is again, Valonah. Kemarah says that it landed al gabe mashu. It just suspended a little. Betok choshat tefahim samuk lekarka. Afilu im en bo arba'al arba'a. V'agak l'toharuah le'tok arba'a mot. Now, but it says al gabe mashu. Sounds mashu has to land on on something. That even though it's within three tefahim, it's not enough. It's got to land on something. The hadush of the three tefahim is doesn't have to be four by four. It's normally for hanacha, it's got to be four by four. Here is telling you, Al Gabe Mashehu. Ah, why Mashu? Because we're three to five in the ground, we'll let you get a Mashu. So normally we don't do that. Normally we say it's got to land on something that is a significant. The Gabara comes along and says, Tanya Namehachez, Arak Husla Arba, Mavidahapator, Mechnesato, Vapapisha, Hazra, Motsiato, Patur. This is an interesting case. We added one more element to this case. The case where you threw it, uh, you threw it, uh, and the wind came and blew it back, and then the wind came and blew it out again and it landed. Patur. patur. Ultimately, it went out. The explanation is, because the second time it went out, it wasn't from your koah. The second time it went out, it was from the koah of the, of the wind. The first time it went out, it was your koah, but it didn't land. The wind caused the right to come back in. So that's your, 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 your koah is finished. And now what happened, the wind took it again and pulled it out, but by that time, it's the kawa of the air, not your kawa. Now, the Gebarah says, But if the Ruah held it there for a bit, Okay, why hayav? Based on what we said over here. Because you have the uh, inyan of that it landed, you have to say on a mashu. Comes the Gebarah and says, I'm just making a duke from Nashi, Abu Tai above, when Nashi said 
שנח על גבי משהו. שים זה, she's saying either or, two things. זאת אומרת, second white line. שעמד קצת, that means in the air, ואחר כך נתגלגל. That's one case. והוא עדין עם אחזתו הרוח באוויר, ועקבתו ואחר כך נסתתו דעשיב נמי הנחה עם בתור גימא זו. Sounds like that uh, as long as it's between Gimal, it doesn't have to land on anything even. It sounds like it's between Gimal, it's quite a second explanation of Rashi, that it's just, the fact that it's between Gimal, it's considered, it's considered enough. I bet the Gimala says, Mashu. How does she learn that, uh, that Mashu? He's not learning the Mashu literally. So let's see how they learn this, the big subject. So he says over here, If it didn't get suspended for any amount of time, you'd be patur. Where to where over here? It got suspended for a little while. Right, over a kolshihu even. But it was within the time of the kolshihu. But it doesn't sound like it landed on the kolshihu, it's just suspended over some that's a kolshihu. Then the wind blew it back. So it's considered שנחשבת כאילו נח, חיפת פלוסת ארבעה עמוד, שקונסידרת נח. והיינו רשום דקות, דבר שהוא תוך שלושה תפחים מסי, לבוד. לפיכך, אף על פי שנתרקם על מקום כלשהו, תעדו שאומרים, אם אתה רוצה את ה-4x4 אייטם שכאילו נח לגבי קרקע, אתה לא צריך, כי זה לא קרקע, בעצם על עניין הלבוד. והוא עדין עם ארבעס נח באוויר, בתוך שלושה תפחים סמוך לקרקע. כמובן שעזתו הרוח וקבתו מעט מחוץ לארבע אמות, הרי זו הנחה, שהנחה בתוך שלושה תפקים בקרקע, הרי זו כהנחה על גבי קרקע עצמה, right? Which means it can either have been over, uh, it's really two things, either it flew over something that was a kolshu, and there it doesn't even have to stop, they were just it's considered as if it landed on it, because it was three tefahim, or if it was over a karka and it stopped for a second, so we can consider it lavud. Uh, So, either, so, but, so it doesn't have to land on anything, according to the way we understand it. It doesn't have to land on a culture. As long as it's suspended over the karka, or a culture, for a second even, it's because, and that's what she's saying, the two things. Look at she again. she says, she says, Shanah al-Gabay Mashu, She'amad Ksat. See, there he says, Amad Ksat. On the Mashu. No, no, not on the mark. And then, and then you read in the airspace that it just it's not on the air. But continue, well, so continue, you know, continue. But continue. But continue. 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 The first shita is, you have to say, I guess, it landed on the mashu itself. Because we, yeah, she only introduces the, the gimal in the second shot. I cannot argue on that. I cannot argue on that. Or was it the same, the same thing? Right? Mm-hmm. Right, he says, אם הגיע החפץ רק תוך שלושה תפקים לקרקע, אפילו אם נפל על גבי משהו, אין הוא נחשב מונח עד שיעמוד, לגמרי מתרועתו לרגע קאט, כבואר כאן. 
Let's get this Rashi over here. This Rashi over here is an important Rashi. He writes over here, Lefichach, Apa Pishinit Akemba Hepitz Al Makom Kolshu, Shembo Arbaarbat, Adezu Kidu Nahagabe Karka Atzma, Shereshut Rabim, Avadavarshu Gavoa Meshoshatafai Menakarka, we don't say Labud, Enodin Kedeshut Rabim, Vuadin Imarabets Nahba Avir, Betok Shoshatafai Samukla Karka, Okay, that's the first case. On the second case of Rashi. And what's the first case? The first case of Rashi is so it's much right. Both cases, the way he's doing it in Nashi, is it's either on a kolchehu or a, or a karka, but it's always betoch shlosha. So what's the afkamina then? So he says, the elet ba'ed shadat Nashi dai shi yipola hapetz ala aris kede. Uh, go further for a second. Let's look at the Tanya he said over here, Zarak for a moment. Look at Ashi when he says, Arasto Mashu, Harua Akapto Bimkomomeat. Over there it didn't land. It's saying uh, the, the Ruach. So you have to say that that's going. Uh, he says here, he says here, when he says, uh, landed on that, he says in 37, Okay, but according to that, the three can be even Ba'avir. So she said, if it's the three to five, it can be even Ba'avir. Okay. So you don't need it to land on, 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 on something. According to the second shita and the sheep. So long as it was the three tefahim of the ground. So when did you need this mashu business? Mashu business had to stop for it to be considered. Like to land on a mashu. Either land on a mashu or take three tefahim of the ground. That's the two sitot. Either land on a mashu or three tefahim of the ground. Fine. Because the next sugya is whole subject here. Toch gimal rabbanan sarik anacha al gabe mashu. We learned uh, a machloket with Rabbi Akiva, if you remember. Rabbi Akiva is the shita that says what? Kluta k'mishyonacha. Kluta k'mishyonacha means you're throwing from the shuta rabim to the shuta rabim to the shuta yahid be'emsa. So we said when the item gets suspended into the shuta yahid's airspace, it's considered as if it lands. As long as it's within 10, tifahim. Rabbana did not hold of kluta, correct? So they held, if you threw from Rabim to Rabim, so you patur, because we don't say kluta. The Adush of Rabbah is, 
that okay, but maybe within three they say uh, it's considered it's landing. Maybe three they three is uh, within three of the ground. So he says no. He says Amar Abad Tok Gimar Rabbanan Tzarich Alaga Bechadush. Look at Ashi. The Rabbanan the Pedigi Ali the Rabbi Akiva Bezalak Meshuti Ayin Meshuti Ayin Meshuti Rabbi Beemsa. Maybe you'll say, okay, but in three they more there. It has to land even if it's within three. And if it passes, the be kula, it be patur. So they only hold a labud if it stops. That's right. That's right. If it's in motion, if it's in motion, there's no labud. That's right. And therefore, if you threw a, you know, a low-line drive over the Rishut Tarabim, even though it's within three, we don't say that's considered the level. Nafka mina, he says, Nafka mina, nami lezeruk, dalr amor. That's why you threw it for amor. Ukshiba lenuach, v'yigia letok giman, neskashikikato. Let's say within three to five, you remembered that, oh, Shabbat. So you're not going to be hayab in such a case. Why? Because it didn't land yet. So therefore... To be hayab a shogeg, you have to be a shogeg from the beginning to the end. In this case, it was shogeg when you threw it, you forgot it, but you remembered it was Shabbat before it landed. If you held that within three weeks, since it's landed, it's too late. Already your yidi'ah came too late, but if you hold that, it's not considered a... The melachah is not done until it actually lands. So therefore, if I remember within three, I broke the, uh, I broke the melachah. Achilonah patur. Why patur? But we're not going to consider, oh, it was Nah already. No, within three, when it's moving, it's not considered Nah. That was his Hadush over there. Again, Amar Abatok Shlosha, Rabbanan Sarik Anaha. Algebe Mashu, Yativ Moremor. Now, what does it mean, Algebe Mashu? It has to land on something. And in Ashi on that? No. So he says over here, okay, that's good over there. And the rabbi says over here, similarly, Yatim Moremor v'kamale l'hishmatah, Moremor said over this hadush, Amale Rabbina l'moremor, we go to Amun Bet, lab hainu matniti. He said, what do you tell? It's a Mishnah. What are you, what are you teaching me? Isn't, isn't that our Mishnah? What would it say in our Mishnah? Dektani, chutzar ba'amot, v'net kalgel hayav. Right, which means, what are you teaching me over there? The Mishnah said, Why didn't the Mishnah just say, if it went within uh, three? So you see from the fact that the went within three is not enough, it has to land on a mashu. What was the case of the Mishnah? You threw it outside of four amot, then the wind blew it back in to within four amot. The Mishnah said, Why you hayav? So we said, what do you mean, according to what you just said, you should say, uh, it should say within three. It didn't say within three, because obviously when it lands within three, it's not considered enough. So he says, what do you tell me something I know from our Mishnah? So he says, no. From the Mishnah, I wouldn't know my Hittush. Why? So he says, you tell me from Hittush from Mitkalgel? Mitkalgel, in Sofo Lanuah, but I came under Sofo Lanuah, but I got the Lonah, came on the Nardame. He says, my, I have a bigger hadush. The Mishnah's case was what, Abotai? The Mishnah's case was the wind took it back in. When the wind took it back in, it was never destined to land in the Rishut Rabin. 
where you threw it, because the wind was going to take it back. So there I say where it's not destined to land, because there's a wind force, there it has to land on something. But maybe when you threw it in a place, and it's going to land there because there's no wind, maybe it doesn't have, maybe within three already is enough. Where it's so full and nuah, maybe three, within three is enough. That was my chidush. Don't bring me the case of the wind. The case of the wind, I know it has to land on something. Because over there, if it, it, it wasn't so full and nuah, the wind was going to take it back, so it's got to hit something. My shaykh is the case I was talking about, you just threw it. And my chidush is that even though there's no wind, it'll land if you let it go. It's got to land. And within three, it's not going to be considered enough. So the, the Midgad Gel case is not the... Uh, 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 it's not enough. My case is a big Even if it's Sofo Lanua, you could argue, Rabbi, it's Sofo Lanua, so maybe it's considered as if it was not. It's not. It's got to actually land. Look at that, she. Uh, third line. Uh, oh, first line. Lava Numan 18, the Tani Hussar Bamot, and the Gargel Hayab, Amarbu Anabushinah. Hello, now, no. The Lok, Marabu Anak, Kochimala Togima. Why did you just say, came to Togima? Why did you have to come along and say, Shinah Al Gabeh? Mashu. Ela, you see what? That when you throw something and it's moving and it goes to the gima, it's not enough. So, Mitzatkel Kamad, Dabal Shalom, Mitzatkel Kamad, 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 Sofoda Nuah, Veniskar, Achilona, Nema, Kemunal Dame, that's Sofoda Nuah. Ukvar Baladu Gima, Kamasha, we don't even say that. Matniti, Azorek, Bayam, Arba, Amot, Patur. Rabotai, if you throw in the yam, yam is a Karmelit. So, what's the deal if you throw in the yam for Amot? Throw into a Karmelit for Amot, Patur. The puddles in the Shut Rabim. The people traverse the puddle, they walk through the puddle. So it's considered a Shut Rabim. Therefore, if you threw into the uh, puddle for Amot, that's throwing for Amot with Shut Rabim. You're going to be Hayam. How much is of the Kakman in this puddle? Pahot Ma'asara Tefahim. That the rekak ma'im is considered pachom asrat tefem. Therefore, it's considered part of the reshut rabim. Rekak ma'im, the reshut rabim, ma'alechet bo hazurek betochod dar amot hayav. If you have a rekak ma'im and the reshut rabim is ma'alechet bo, the reshut rabim is the people who walk through it. Somebody that throws into the rekak for amot mihayav. Seemingly, this is repetitious. Rabotai, I'm reading the case of the Mishnah again just so you appreciate the repetition. The first case is not hazurek bayam arba amot patur. I put that on the side. You threw four amot in the yam. Patur, because that's considered wrong for Amot and a Karmeli. Now look at the next case. Ayari Kakmaim. What's the Kakmaim? A puddle. Ushut Rabim Mehalechet Bo. In the Shut Rabim. Hazorek Mitokho, into the puddle. Dalar Amot. Hayat. Why? It's like you two Dalar Amot with Shut Rabim. Vekamura Kakmaim. He gives me the Shi'ur. It's tentifying. Now look at the repeat here. Rekakmaim. Ushut Rabim Mehalechet Bo. Hazorek Mitokho, Dalar Amot Hayat. Doesn't sound like a repeat of what time? Yes. So Amar Leahu Merabanan Raba. Mishnah Mahiluk Hiluk Trezimne. I understand why you had to tell me Hiluk Hiluk. You told me the case of Halicha four times, twice. You told me in the Mishnah, Virshu Tarabim Mahalechet Bo. Virshu Tarabim Mahalechet Bo. I have no problem that you told me that twice. You teach me over here a Hadush. What's the two Hadushim? Hakamashman Hiluk Ayadea Dahad, Sheme Hiluk. Tashmish Ayadea Dahad. Tashmish. Are you telling me two Hadushim over here? By the way, this is a kak. It's a puddle. The Hadush over here is, if the Shut Rabim walked through the puddle, it's considered Shut Rabim. Even though, obviously, it's not a pleasurable or easy walk. You're walking through water. The 
החידוש של המשנאיס, הילוך על ידי הדחק, שמה הילוך? It does not take it out of the status of the shoot harabim. That's a hadush, by the way. And another hadush is teaching me. I make another diuk. Hiluch al yedeh adahak shema hiluch, but not tashmish al yedeh adahak. Why is it tashmish al yedeh adahak? Let's say you have a bore with the shoot harabim that's nine to five deep. So maybe you'll say, oh, that's also the shoot harabim. It's not. Because for the children to use a board that's not to find deep, it's a tirchat. You've got to bend over and put their stuff in. Remember we learned, if you have a beam that's ten to fahim, nine to fahim, I'm sorry, in the shoot to the beam, rabim mechatfim, right? They, they fix their knapsacks on it, because that's easy to use. But a board, nobody's going to stick their hat in a board and all the way down nine to fahim, rabotai. That's called the tashmish al yedeh adahak. Tashmish al yedeh adahak, lashemet tashmish. מה שאין כן, הילוך על ידי הדחק, שמא הילוך. I go back. Why did the Mishnah, רבותיי, why did the Mishnah have to say הילוך twice? ורשות הרבים מהלכת בתוכו. ורשות הרבים מהלכת בתוכו. One is to teach me הילוך על ידי הדחק, שמא הילוך, and others to make the דיוק הילוך ולא תשמיש על ידי הדחק. So I don't have a problem. That you told me the word hiluch b'shut rabim that the shut rabim is traversing through this puddle. I don't have a problem why you told me hiluch twice, but the Gemara's question is the following: Ela nekak nekak there is an elamani. If you put something in a pit and the shut rabim that is nine would be perhaps not a shut rabim. That's correct. Because that's a tashmish idea. It'd be considered either a bakupetur or karbeni. But the stick that is nine. Yes, because that's easy to use. So then, because it's considered a shoot rabim. That stick, that pole, if you put something on it, it's part of shoot rabim. Now, Rabotai, why does it have to give me the case of rekak, however, twice? You couldn't think of another case? You don't have an imagination? Why do you have to give me the same case? Of rekak b'rishut terabim twice. Give me a different case. You, you, again, you tried to prove to me heluch al yedei adahak. I give me a case of a mountain. I don't know. Give me a case of uh, something else. Why did you give me the case of rekak twice? Yevantem. The fact that you gave me a case of heluch twice. Okay, you give me adushim heluch al yedei adahak. Vilotashmish al yedei adahak. Mashikin the example of rekak b'rishut terabim that you gave to me in the nesha and the sefer. Why did you repeat it? One is a summer puddle and one is a winter puddle. What's the difference? You need it. If you only said it once, I would say a puddle always considered a shoot in the summer. Why? Because people walk to the puddle in the summer to cool themselves off. That's why it's called Shuta Bim. In the freezing cold winter, no one's walking to the puddle. So therefore, maybe it's not considered any Shut Harabim. And if you just told me we want to get Shamim, since they're clothes are dirty already from the rain, they don't care to walk to the puddle. They're not going to walk to the puddle because their clothes are dry. La, that's why I have to say both. Rekak, rekak. Ben, bimotek yishamim, ben bimotahamah. It's considered a... They shoot. That is the first answer. Yes, sir. We've had a case before that we have four thorns that people have 
people don't go in a place that there's the storms and the truth of being, people are going to go around them because they don't want to hurt them. So they don't right, want to but not water. But water up to the, up to the waist. That's the fine. Yeah, they'll walk into it. They'll wave into the water. In the summer, they'll do it because uh, they want to get cool off. But in the winter, they don't care. They close it dirty anyway. As I said, we tell the guy to walk around, they'll walk to the puddle. <laughs> oh, I tell you, that's what I'm going to say. Amara Bayer. Amara Bayer. It's Tariq. Today, we're Estenis, honey. Today, you can't judge us. We're Estenis. I walk to a puddle. But those days, they were men. It's Amara Bayer. It's Tariq. We have another city chutasaka that the kamina hanimidi hechadeno havi arba amot. That I would have thought that maybe this whole din over here is is when the width of the rekak is less than four amot. Why? So in this case, where it's less than four amot, okay, he'll walk through it because it's not so big. He'll walk through it. He's not going to go around it. But if it's four amot, that's the big puddle to walk through. So I would have thought akufe makefele. So he'd rather go around it instead of uh, going, uh, you know, go through it. So therefore, I would have thought that, what? Wow, it's not a reshut to me, it's considered a karmelit. Kamashmala, that even in a kak that's for amot, with, the guy will go through it, as opposed to going around it, if it's considered a reshut to me. So making a difference between the kak, the kak. If you just would have said the kak once, I would have said that's pahot medal and amot. Kamashmala, the kak sheniyaz. Even if it's for amot, the guy's still going to go through it. And he's not going to walk around the verse. Did he have to shoot Rabbi? One more answer. Rabbi Shmuel Amar is telling us that the Chaminah Hanimidi Hechadehava Arbaa. Oh, we're talking about over here with the it's Arbaas Tefachim. That it's four Tefachim wide. What would I think? If it's less than four, I would have thought that people jump over it. Less than four Tefachim is not so much, by the way. It's a foot. So therefore, I would have thought that less than four to five is not considered a shoot to the beam. Why? Because people don't walk through it. You, you, you skip it. You skip over it. Even less than four to fahim, the person will walk through it. And if he walks through it, it has a deen of it to shoot him. So there was a kak nekak. One nekak was too much four to fahim. And the second nekak is even less than four to fahim. What I need less than four to fahim? Because she would have thought, Mifsa, he jumps over it. No, even less than four to fahim, the guy's going to. Walk through it. There was a shoot to the beam. Do you have a source for this? Yes. There's a guy to an item for Amot Meshut to the beam that landed on the plank of the bridge. Okay? But it's really not attached to the rest of the planks. It's like standing alone. Even though you might say that, well, that is a separate plank. Maybe the people jump over it. Kamashman, they don't jump over it. They walk over that plank as well. And since they walk over that plank, because it wasn't in line with the other planks, you might think they just skip over it. Kamashman, it's a shoot to Yahid. Why? Because to the beam. I'm sorry, it's a shoot to the beam. I'm sorry, shoot to the beam. Why? Because people are going to walk on it. And therefore, just like they walk on the plank, they don't jump over it. They walk over the, they walk over the water also, and they don't jump over it. Okay. We good so far on everything we're saying? Okay. The guy's throwing from the Yam to the Yabasha. So that's from the Karmeli to the Yabasha, let's say the Shutanabim, or vice versa. And the Yabasha Layam, that's from the Shutanabim to the Yam. Or vice versa, you're throwing from the 
ים דה קרמליטי לספינה ראשית רשות היחיד. או מן הספינה לים, או ספינת הים, או מן הספינה לחברתם, או יתרון from one boat to the other boat, רשות היחיד רשות היחיד. In all these cases over here, פטור. Why? Because in all these cases over here, you have קרמליטי involved over here. Now, of course, ספינה is different. ספינה, we'll see, is actually רשות היחיד. But we know you go from Yahid to Yahid, Derech Karmelit, you're going to be Patur as well. Sefinot kishurot zu bazu. But if the boats are tied to each other, metaltelin mezu lezu. Okay? You don't have any space between them. Less than four to five, let's say, space in between. The law is you can carry from boat to boat. Obviously, you have to say they're owned by one person, or you made a eruv, haserot, because you cannot go from the shutahid of one owner to a different owner. Okay, if they're not tied to each other, the boats, even though they're next to each other, why? Because you have that is in between. We have to see what the problem with that is. Okay, uh, do we have any Rashi's over here? Look at Rashi. Those are the boats that are floating next to each other but are not actually. Tied to each other. The mefseh karmelit from the fact that there's a karmelit in between. Mefreshem ma'adadi ve'ana mukmilam b'kavanah shesivnot shesne bnei adam. We're talking about over here where the boats belong to two different people. Va'yedei eruv metaltel mezulezu. Kikem mefreshem mefreshem karmelit batel eruv. That's the pshat. We're talking about over where the boats belong to two people. The only way you can carry from boat to boat is if you made eruv hatserot. The problem is that's only when there's no reshut separating the two. Boats, but if there's a Karmelit separating the two boats, the Karmelit breaks the Eruv. That's why he can't carry from one. If it was owned by the same guy, it wouldn't be a problem, by the way. It's only because it's owned by two different people, and you made the Eruv, and the Karmelit that's breaking the two boats breaks the Eruv. That's the law. Rabotai, Gemara. Gemara begins Itamar, Sefina. You have a boat and you want to draw water from the boat, from the water on Shabbat. How do you draw water from the Karmelit to the Shuta Yahid? Clearly, it's only a Sudra Banan over here. You're going from a Karmelit to a Shuta Yahid, but you have to adjust it. So one rabbi says, put a Ziz. Put a little protrusion coming out of the side of the boat. It's a little protrusion, like a piece of wood. Strange. Piece of wood, put it out there. What is that wood going to do for you, Barabotai? It's, it's, it's a hekir of some sort. We'll see what it's reminding you of. Second Chita says, no. Make a frame, fortifying by fortifying, and draw the bucket through the frame, and draw up via that four by fortifying frame. What's the mahalogar over there? You're going from a Karmelit again to a Yishut Yahid. I know it's a Sudra Banan. How does the stick or the frame help me? explains. Okay. Mahlokar over is, where is the Karmelit in the water start from? So the first rabbi says the Karmelit is from the ground of the Yam, Tentafahim up. That's where the Karmelit is. Now, 
after ten tefachim, you still have water. That water is considered mekom petur. So basically, where's the guy drawing the water from? From a mekom petur to the shuti yachid, which is mutar, by the way. It's not even patur, it's mutar. So therefore, bedinu, you shouldn't even need a heker, because you're doing something that's mutar. But he says that the people are going to think it's a karmelit, <coughs> so therefore put a ziz as a heker, just so they know that you're not doing anything wrong on Shabbat, that you made an adjustment. Now, what's the other rabbi's opinion? Exactly. Which means, this rabbi holds, where did the Karmelit start? From the top of the water. Reverse. From the top of the water, and it goes down. Which means, we consider the water uh, like karka. It's just an extension of the karka. So therefore, only the water, only the airspace, that's the point. The water is all karmelit, according to Rav Hasta. The airspace, okay, is, is considered karmelit. No problem. Above the water. But the karka itself and the air and the water is considered a karmelit. So what do you have a problem with now? Basically, you're going from a karmelit to the shoot, a yahid. So you gotta, gotta fix it. How do you fix it? You make this frame. What is this frame gonna do? It makes like a shoot yahid. You have four, have walls, it's like the walls go down. Right? You say the walls go down. So basically, I'm pulling from a shoot yahid the whole way. So again, let's read that inside the sheet. Kar, karmelit. Actually, one before that. Makom arba'a, halal dal mukaf mechitzot, ketano mechitzot teliyot materet b'mayim. Exactly, they go into the world. Karmelit marasam, shayla nyud shil avir, shenat wachemim nisul karmelit, kemekavra vetofeset ad yud mekarkaita yam, mashaylanu ve'avirash ulemala masara, afilu minamayim avi mekom petur. Helkak beterak ashakil, lakatechila, so therefore, what, what, do you, what do you need to do? That's the first rabbi, the Karmelit Gemura. The second rabbi is All the water is considered a Karmelit. We just consider it like the, in the thickness of the ground extends to the whole water. So therefore, what are we worried about? You're taking basically from a Karmelit to a Neshutah, which is a problem. So you make the whole thing in the and put the bucket in between this frame and uh, draw it up. What if the water is not going to be tentifying according to Rav Nachman, according to Ravuna? Let's go back to Ravuna. Ravuna puts the whole head because Karmelit is only the tentifying from the ground up. After tentifying, the rest of the world is considered mekom petur. Okay, that's if you have a, you're in water that's higher than Tentefahim. But let's say you're in water that's less than Tentefahim. Now the whole thing is a Karmelit. So this Z is not going to help you. You're going basically from a Karmelit to a Yishutai, which means you solve the problem if you're in waters that are deeper than Tentefahim. But if you're in waters that are less than Tentefahim, it's a pure Karmelit. You can't ask that question according to the Pazda. I made it a Yishutai, there's no difference. 
called, it's a Carmelite anyway, it is a Carmelite. It's a Carmelite, whether it's 10 deep, whether it's not 10 deep, it's always a Carmelite. So I made it the full frame and I'm good. But according to Rabuna, he said, no, you're only worried about the bottom of the water. Bottom of the water is a Carmelite. But above the water, above that Tentafarim line, it's a Kopetur. Bidin, you shouldn't need anything. Make a Zizek just for, uh, for, for the optics, for the, for the money diet. So the Gemara says, Amale, Gamrina, we have a tradition. The answer, Exactly. You're in a boat, you're not in a, in a kayak. You're in a boat, so a boat is not going to go into water. Less than 10, less than 10, why? It's going to get stuck. So therefore, Pashut was 10. We, do, we said Sifina, we didn't say Areva. Areva would mean like a guy's going to go get a barrel or a small little, uh, you know, type of, uh, you know, uh, small little type of. Uh, Rift, but she ain't in a boat. Boat is sifina. Sifina is only in tetefahim. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Rabbi. Does it matter what we said earlier that like the water mixes with the other water and it's one, it's one entity? Remember we were talking about. Yeah, that's that. That's the gaber. The water per se itself. Yeah, the water on the water is considered all one entity. But how do you consider that entity now in the shuyot? In the chenami, now the water is all one entity. But what do you consider that the shoot of water? What is it called? So you shoot the Yahid, shoot the Rabin, Kamelit, Makompetut, what is it? You're right. If I take from the water, I made an Akira. From where? From a Karmelit, from the Shuti Yahid. I don't think all the water is sitting on the ground at some point. So what's the ground? Shoot the Rabin, Karmelit, Makompetut, what is it? What is it? So we call it a Karmelit. But the Hadush of Ravuna is even that is only from the ground, Tentafahim up. Once you get tentifying higher from the ground, it's become petun even if there's water there. And clearly you're right. And if you took from the water, you made an akira, no question, because it's one entity. But you made akira from a petun. So basically, if I made an akira from a petun to the boat, I'm going from a petun to the yachid. You don't need nothing. I put disease there for uh, for hekira because the people are not going to know. Okay, fine. But what if it's what if it's less than ten? Less than ten, you're going from a karmelit to yachid. No, you don't go less than ten on the sefina. The Gemara then says, What's the Murcha? What's the English called? The hull? The stern? The what? The protrusion. Okay. They have a call. They don't call that something, no? The prow. P-R-O-W. The prow. Okay. The front of the boat. You ever see the front of the boat? out of the board and extends forward from the rest of the ship. Right, right. The front of the boat goes like this. The hull. The hull of the ship. Okay, right. So basically... It, the boat, let's say, is, 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 is deep on the bottom, let's say, right? It goes down. But as you go up, it narrows up. Right? You see the front narrows up. So the, bow, the, the hull, the bow, whatever you want to call it, the frow, you know, they are, not in the Navy. The point is, the point is that from that spot over there, the cha'ora, the boat can be in less than 10 tefahim waters. Because it doesn't go all the way down. So the cha'ora, if you're going to draw water from the hull of the boat... You're gonna have a problem. We have sonar. I don't know how deep. That's what we said yesterday. That's what we said yesterday. Lorraine. The point is, the point is, when you're gonna go to the front of the boat, since it goes up, it can travel in less than tefachim water. Oh, Safina, you can't go less than tefachim. You're right. That's the rest of the boat because it's deeper. But as the hull narrows up, that area can rest in less than tefachim. So if you're gonna draw from there. The Kaura Kotra Vuna, you're going from a Kamili to a Rizudayid. Yamara says, even that's not Amara of Safra, Gashushe Azla Kameh. Okay, 
What does it mean? Yeshua Ezla Kameh. Yeshua Ezla Kameh means you have the... Sonar. Sonar, the human sonar. Yeah. Basically, you have guys in the olden yeah. days, they would sticks, they would take close to Noot, as she says, and they would go feel the water to make sure that there's no spot that's less than 10, because they didn't want the boat to get stuck. In Ekarami, the boat technically at that spot can sit there, but it can't travel. It's going to move one inch, it's going to get stuck. So you, you never have a case of less than 10, because there's always guys in front of the boat that are, what they close now, or feeling the depth of the water, so therefore you're not going to have this problem. Look at Ashi. She says, Geshushe as a Kame, Bene Adam, Bemashmeshim, Beklusnaot, et Ome Kamayim. Feel the 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 war the depth. Vemanechim lezek asifina el mekom amok. Shema temahed lelech. We want that might go fast. Vetishkon laaris. It'll get grounded, right? Bemkom moshaba where it's where it sits. And not in the hull of the boat, but in the the base of the boat. That's the problem over there. Okay. Uh, drop uh, further up botai. Amale Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak Rav Chaya bar Avin. Rav Chizda or Rabba bar Ravuna da Amle. Osem makom arba umemalek. What are those opinions that say you make this frame of four by four? Shofachin dide hechi shadelehu. Which means, uh, let's say you have uh, uh, dirty water, you know, from the cups and the, uh, the, the the food and all that stuff over there. How do you get it off the uh, off the boat? If it's a Carmelit. So basically, what are you doing? You're throwing from a Rishuti Yahid to a, to a Carmelit. What's the difference? Do the, same, uh, do the same thing. But in the same place, it's the same way, uh, it's a two way street, the same frame that you, that you drew water up. Use that same frame to throw the junk and the waste out. But I said, no, 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 easy That's me and You're not going to use the same uh, shoot for clean water and you throw the dirty water out there also in the junk. It's maus. So what are you going to do? Look at that, she says. She says, Osei l'makom alma kol ha-maim karmeliten. Okay? Shofkim dideh, maim ra'im. Right? The dirty water. It's kegon. Kosot v'karot. Me easy to ha-maim shimale shuv derech oto makom. Says, he throws it off the side of the boat. And then it lands on the side of the boat and drips. You don't throw it directly into the Carmelite. You throw it off the side of the boat. What's that going to help you? Okay, but it's going into the yam from your kawah. Right? You're throwing it against the side of the boat and it's falling into the water. So basically, your koa is putting it into the water. So the Gibbara answers a bit, I believe, Hadush. It's true. How is this water getting into the Carmelite? Not direct, but through your koa. You threw it against the wall, and as a result, it's going into the water. Therefore, the Gabbara says that 
Okay. Let's go a little further. But I says, Umina Timra. How do I know that? How do you know that? So says the Tanya, Safina, that has, let's say, ten tefahim walls, which is a shoot. That's quite a chemim, right? You can't, or the you can't go, or quote anybody, you can't go directly from the water to the boat or the boat to the water. The Biuda Omer, the Biuda comes along and says, Amuka Asara, the end, Givuha Asara, which means, let's say the, the walls of the boat are ten tefahim. Uh, on the uh, on the inside, so the shoot it's considered a shoot yahid. However, sfat adefanot enam givot asatafim me'alayam. Right, which means some of the some of the wa- some of the walls of the boat are in the water, so you don't have ten tefachim of the walls revealed. Right, some of it's in the water. The boat inside the boat itself is ten tefachim measure, but some of the boat sits in the water. Correct. So on the outside of the boat. You don't see tent of Fahim. You only see whatever part of the boat is above. So, so what's the problem? You're able to go from the boat into the yam. So Gabriel says, what's the difference? Why can't you go from the yam into the boat? Because you're taking from a karmelit to shoot hayahid. Okay, so So the same should be that from the boat to the yam should also be a problem. The explanation must be that what? That ahuda, which means you're throwing it off the side of the boat, off the walls of the boat. The proof that we were looking for. Okay, now she will have to use that show over the boat time. A lot of that she's over here. Okay, Amuka, that's Safina, Asara, Letuchada, Vereshuta Yahid, Ve'en Gavoa, Sefata Yud Menayam, Kegon Shemeshukat Bemayim, it's in the water a little, Mekoben Masa from the weight, Metaltelin Metucha Layam, Derech Dafanoteha, like we're going to learn, Kegon Shofki, like we said, the dirty water you throw off the side of the boat, Kedebefanesh Bazir, De Koho Bekamino Gazu, Ava Lo Menayam Letucho, now why can't you go from the yam? Because that would be basically going from a Karmeli to a Yahid. You can't go direct Lefanot. You have to go directly. If you're going to throw it on the side of the Lefanot, what's going to happen? It's going to go to the floor of the Sefina. Let's see what that means. Let's see what that means. If the boat was less than 10, so then the boat itself is a Karmelit. So if the boat is a Karmelit, there's no problem to go from the water to the boat. You're going from Karmelit to Karmelit. If it's 10, you can go from the uh, Yam Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so let's 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 read this over here, Rabotai. Why are we giving a case over here about the boat is sunk in the water a little? What, what is that? What, what, what is that? What is that doing for us? According to uh, Rashi, he explains like this. I'm quoting the uh, the pirush over here. The case over here is like this. Oh, me'achal should be udah ban lehatir davka hotsa'a al yedek koho. We're only allowing you to get rid of water off the boat by throwing it on the side of the boat. And it lands into the water. Nakatu miklesha sefina ena gevua asara minayam. We picked a case where the sefina is not a ten tefachim from the yam. Some of it is sitting in the so from the top of the boat to the yam. It's not ten tefachim. Sheken imhi gevua asara tefachim minayam. What's going to end up happening? Mutal shitato letatil biyadai minayam letocho. Why? Because basically, what's above the water? Mekompetur. So basically, you're going from the uh, yam, which is a karmelit, but you're lifting it via a karmelit, via a mekompetur, and then you're going to put it on the, on the boat. Because above ten tefahim is going to be a mekompetur. And therefore, a mekompetur over a karmelit is mutar, by the way. That's right. Even though going from a mekompetur, going from the shoot yachid to the shoot termin via a mekompetur, it's it's asur to do that. No good. But to go from the shoot yachid to a karmelit via a mekompetur is mutar. So that's why he made the case where you're not going to go to the boat is in the water a little. So therefore you're not going above ten. You're never going to go above ten. Evante. If the, what, again, it's just answering your question. Why, why is he make, struggling to give a case where the boat is in the water a little? Because basically, it's just trying to give a case when you're going to draw the water out, you don't need to go higher than 10 to get it on the boat. Because if you needed to get it higher than 10 to get it on the boat, you're basically going from a carmelite to water, above 10, which is a mekopetur, and you're going back into the boat, that we moved out, but we say it's a sur. So there is other case of the boat where the boat is in the water a little, and therefore, you're going from a carmelite to a yahid. Not derech mekom, because you didn't go above ten, and that's why he says that that's going to be a sud. when you're going into the water, into the water you have no problem. Why? Just throw it off the side of the boat, and we say kochobe karmelit logazina. Let's just read that inside. So he says, okay, aval lo sheyak laasot ba tertum menayam nesifina shekin im yishpoch mai menayam asfat adefanot bel maala harechnis biyadai mekarmelit shuti yachid. Right. You can't get water on the boat by throwing it on the side of the boat. Because what's going to happen? It's going to go back into the water. So the only way is to go from the water to the, uh, to the boat itself. Now, why? Both ways, by the way. I, I, I go back, both ways, by the way. Not all, you won't even have to get rid of it by throwing it on the side of the boat. The same way you're allowed to take it, bottom you're above 10. I'm going for Pitur. So both ways would be permissible if it was above 10. Not only drawing on the boat, but throwing off the boat, I want to throw it off the side of the boat. Tamadavar, she kefishet ba'edayel. Avir karmelit, 
אינה אלא עד עשרה טפחים. רק רשות רבים. דאוויר וקניגוס, up to ten טפחים above the water. Above ten טפחים above the water, is obviously to get it on the boat you have to lift it above the walls of the boat so therefore if the boat is above 10 from the water automatically lifting the deli above 10 you're in a mekopetut and that's going to be permissible now, even though we said, as she points out, that the avir of the shoot to the beam is also mekompetur, if you transfer derech mekompetur, it's asur. That's only over the shoot to the beam, the oraita. The shoot to the beam, the oraita, they will go there on the mekompetur above it. But on the karmeli, which is a drabana, they will not go there on the, karme, on the, on the mekompetur above it. Remember, Rabotai? Beautiful. Let's just read that in Nashi now, Lapotah. Let's see the Lashon Nashi. Im lo menayam, im ava lo menayam letokha. Fourth line of Nashi. De'en tashmish menayam letokha derech defanot. Right, you can't draw derech defanot for the simple reason. You're going to throw it against the defanot, it's going to go back in the water. She'im yimaleh v'yashlik ala defanot, you'll do the karakayta safina. It's going to go back to the bottom of the boat. V'la'aki nakit amukayud. Why did it say that the boat is amukayud? The e ena amukayud, meaning it's above the water ten. He gufan karmeli umetaltel lehed yaf menayam letokha. You can go directly from the yam to the boat. Why? Be'en gevua nami yud davka nakad. The e gevua is repeating. That's a change you said. Mutal letaltel menayam letokha. The mekarmeli the shutei derek mekom patur kametaltel. You're basically going from karmelit to the shutei derek mekom patur. The tzadik like biyet yadol emal masara because you have to lift your hand. Next, so how you throwing, how you getting the water into the yam? Meaning on the side of the boat. You're going from Yahid to Karmelit. Karmelit. Okay, we got through it nicely. You're welcome, Rabotai.